Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. K T A E A M L K two seven zero C O Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. energy man keep it pumping myself and ty smash left a little bit early because he had to get on with his uh play-by-play calling uh i guess he's got a rug st edward's rugby, was game it the rugby? yeah i, I yeah. didn't know if it was rugby or baseball but yeah it's usually the voice of st ed's is is when he has to leave a little bit late or a little bit early it's it's bittersweet like we love having him make money but we love having his voice here too so it just sucks in just a few minutes though we bring on michael taff a westlake great and DB card carrying, uh, DBU. Longhorn. DBU, yes, absolutely. DBU card carrying, uh, I guess, original, if we want to say that, because he's a Longhorn great, or, or he's a uh, Austin great. He's been here almost his entire life, correct? Michael, yeah. I mean, my, my Michael, life. did you just give him, hit him with a Michael? <laughs> I don't know. I, his family has roots in Houston, too. He might have been born there. I'm not sure, but definitely, definitely a Austin, Austin guy. Probably for sure. one of the most iconic interceptions. In Texas high school playoff history, you think when he intercepted Quinn Ewers? Oh yeah, I mean that the one, the, the, the that one, was on like the one hander. I know he had two in that game. I think. I'm pretty sure it was a that was a Sports Center da 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 top ten. Uh, it was legit. I mean, I don't know if he climbed 20 flights of stairs to make that interception, but uh, it definitely is one of the one when you think of when you say the the time Ewers got intercepted in the playoffs, you know it's tough. Or you know, you know you're talking about one of the ones that Taft got. Definitely. So he's about to come on and talk a little bit about the spring game there. But, I mean, how are, how are you feeling? Before we have Michael on, how are you feeling overall with just the hype? Like, is the hype real I for mean, Longhorn Gridiron? We, we shouldn't get too hyped about anything we see in the spring game. It's just a glorified practice at the end of the day. It's an opportunity for fans to see the team before uh, they break for the summer. And, you know, it's really the only opportunity to get to see them before week one. Uh, in any kind of competitive environment. So it, we saw some great things um, from some guys that we didn't expect anything from, Malik Murphy. I mean, we saw the arm talent and how they reworked his his throwing motion this summer. Uh, a lot of people are excited about that. Uh, we got to see the some wide of these, receiver room. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, Jonte Cook, some of these early en- enrollees, these freshmen that are coming in uh, this this year made made big plays. Jonte Cook burned a burned a walk on. It looked like who you know that was still a good good play and. Uh, we got to see Arch Manning for the first time, which you know the national pundits got on him a little bit. For we also no, owe Michael a thank you for that as well. I just yeah, well, you'll, we'll have to you'll have to ask him about that. about that. 
Um, we ready to go with Mike? All right. So we welcome on Michael Taft to the Vicaris Cafe and Cantina Hotline right now to the Wagner Wire. Hey, thank you for spending your Sunday morning with us, Michael. How are y'all doing? Doing well. You can find Michael on Twitter at MichaelTaff4. Um, the dude is known for making one hellacious interception against uh, Quinn Ewers. He's also a card holder of DBU and Westlake Great, and we have him on here. Uh, we got to thank Ty for getting you on here, man. How is your Sunday morning going, bud? It's going great. It's going great. Read some scripture this morning and uh, just got some Kolachi Factory. So That's what I'm talking life. about, man. You're living the dream now, dude. So what's it like going on uh, the, the 40 acres right now after having Arch? And by the way, thank you so much for your lead in having Arch Manning come to the 40 acres. I guess I, I hear we owe you one hell of a, a thank you. So thank you, sir. Appreciate that. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, how was first off? Let's get your assessment of the spring game. Now, of course, we're not supposed to get too hyped on the spring game, but there's a lot to look, or, or I guess, a lot to be uh, optimistic about in terms of you know gridiron on the forty acres here. And let's talk a little bit about the DB room, and then also from your perspective on seeing how much the offense uh, or the wide receiver room has started to take off as well. Yeah, well, <clears throat> like you said, I think I tell everybody that the spring game is just uh, just another practice in the spring, just for for fans to get to see, right. um, just like a, a public practice, if you say. Um, and so, I wouldn't, you know, like like you said, I'm going to be as humble as I can, but but also I understand that this is the most talented um, group of guys I've ever seen in in one team, um, and so. Um, you can believe that from from my standpoint that I've never seen as much talent in, on one team as as this team um, that we got going next year. So I'm excited about that. I think the offense looked outstanding um, all spring, not just in the spring game, but um, they're executing every single day, um, giving it giving it a, a tough time for us in the back end. Um, but on defense, um, it's a lot easier when you got the guys that we got up front um, getting to the quarterback and. Right two to three seconds and so when we're when you can just play that 12 yards and and uh break on break on hitches and and everything in front of you then it makes it easy because the guys up front so um but but as far as dbs we're we're communicating a lot better than the last two years i've been here um you can see the real connection and that's what makes me the most excited is that these guys are are my brothers um we hang out all the time and so just the the bond is real and um, it's cliche to say, but when you're playing with your brothers and um, you can you can have the ability to get on them or congratulate them, and there's no awkward tension between you two, then it's a real you're playing real football. And so I feel it with everybody in that DB room. So I'm just so excited for next year. How is it having uh, Coach PK? You know, this is your your third here on campus and his third year as well. You know, having that um, that stability and in, in, in the defensive coaching room. Um, has, have you seen that as a positive, obviously, for you guys, you know, learning the defense and this year being like a real year, you know, having him get a, his 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 guys and uh, his schemes really in place? Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. I think um, just having the same defense for three years in a row, it's so much better for for us as players because you're not having to learn uh, the defensive scheme. You're getting to. um kind of digest what the offense is trying to do to us when we're in match quarters or when we're in one high. Um, and so instead of just thinking, okay, what do I have in this call? I'm thinking, all right, all right, number one's out wide. The quarterback has the running back in pistol. What is he trying to do to me? He's going to either hand it off or play action shot with those tight ends in. So it's more so just, you know, understanding what the offense is trying to do to me now that, that I know everything about our defense because it's year three and, um, these coaches right. have a great scheme for us. So, Right. Well, Michael, uh, let's talk a little bit about scheme since uh, we just kind of grazed over just a little bit. Um, a couple of minutes ago, you mentioned how easy it is uh, for defensive backs to actually sit there and play on the ball once the dominating or, or dominating defensive line is able to manhandle the offensive line. In terms of scheme, do you guys think that you'll be able to dominate just out of a base formation or a base, you know, maybe getting pressure off a three-man front or a four-man front without having to blitz uh, you know, people from the secondary or maybe linebackers, you know, from a backside blitz, do you guys think you'll be able to play up a little bit more straight? That way it gives you a little bit of an advantage in the backfield? Yeah, 100%. I think, well, 
y'all know how Coach PK is. He he loves all these uh, sure um, different stunts and everything, and that shock the body. Really he likes to shock the body. For, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, you know, just he's gonna always do the, the those stunts, but um, just we always joke around. It's like when you have the guys up front, then we can just go play regular defense, right. high school backyard football defense. You can also gamble a little bit more, front. right? Right, yeah, totally. And, you know, you can play more man. Um, you can play more one high and, and give the quarterback different disguises because if you're just winning up front one-on-one, then it, it's game over. You don't have enough guys to protect the quarterback. So, 100%, Michael. And in terms of the spring game, right, like we all as, – as local pundits and national pundits that cover this team, that cover Longhorn, Longhorn Gridiron, we kind of know what we were going to expect in the spring game. How about from your all's perspective? Were there anything – were there any surprises that emerged from you from the Orange and White game? You know, <clears throat> there's – you know, I feel like – I don't really look at Twitter too much, but I feel like, you know, there's always talk after good, one of Well, good for you. Stay, stay like that, dude. Stay off of Twitter because <laughs> it's just – it's nothing but uh, of the land of narcissists and, and nonsense, so – Good for you. Right, right. So um, I try to value my team and, and what uh, goes on in the facility, and that's really it. But um, I feel like there's a lot um, kind of, you know, going on, rumors going around after every practice. And so um, for the most part, it seems like um, they all know what they're talking about, you know, like the early enrollees. Everybody was so high on them, and, and that was correct. Those guys are outstanding. I've never seen a group of 18-year-olds so talented. Um, and then – Malik Murphy, we always knew that he had such a big arm and um, he can put it where he wants to, and, and he showed that in the spring game. He, he's got an incredible arm. He's incredibly talented. So um, surprises for me, um, I don't think so, but um, I was just super happy for the guys that kind of were under the radar to get to show their talents um, that maybe haven't gotten to show it yet um, in, a, in a big stage. So. We kind of teased it a little bit, Michael, when we were having you on and entering you to the Wagner Wire on the horn here. Um, but we did mention just how just vital you were at getting Arch Manning to the University of Texas and onto the 40 Acres. We know that he stayed with you in his recruitment process. Can you you know go a little bit in depth on that and how he was like just in, in terms of his recruitment? Like, Was there pressure or were you seeing that he was having pressure from other teams, from other Blue Bloods while he was on the visitation here? Yeah, so <clears throat> it's really easy to, to um, host a recruit when – he can become one of your best friends and when that's he's awesome. as humble as, as Arch Manning is. And I, I give him credit every single time that, that this gets brought up because he's the most humble person that I've ever met. And he um, is, was the number one recruiter, wherever he was in right. the whole nation. And so um, it's just, I, I mean, I can't give him enough credit for, for who he is as a person. And so it just made it easy for me um, I think as far as other programs, um, he's but before now he stayed off social media um, all his life, and so I think um, just as far as a as a networking standpoint, maybe he's on it now. Um, but but all of high school, all of recruitment, he wasn't on social media, so he was never on his phone. It was you know what what are y'all trying to do in this part of the facility? What are y'all trying to do in this part of the scheme? Um, it was all X's and O's, and then getting to know the guys on the team. So. Um, he he really digested his um, process as much as he could, and um, he's just such a great guy. Yeah, I mean we're we're excited to have him on campus. Uh, I'm sure as as you and Sark and the whole the whole team is. Um, but hey, Michael, did you um, do you have any nil th- deals that you wanted to talk about or anything like that? Yeah, so I just um, signed with this NFT company called Monster Fan Club, and pretty much what it is is um, you know a, a fan or, or whoever can can buy my NFT avatar. And what that does is you have access to these videos that I'm going to put out throughout the summer and throughout the season that um, are just exclusive videos of me talking about practice, me talking about the game coming up, um, me showing around the facilities, me, you know, catching up, having lunch with a teammate um, and talking ball. And so I think it's a really cool platform for fans to get to see um, kind of the inside of what goes on in our facility Um, and what goes on in my life as a student athlete. And so it's a really cool deal. Um, I know it's, it's crypto, it's through crypto. So I'm not a 
I'm not the biggest um, you know guy on crypto. I don't have who, a lot of knowledge. Who is it. though? You know what yeah. I mean? Like nobody, nobody is just yet though. You can, know what I mean? You tell, don't sell yourself too right. short. Can you tell us and the listeners how how we'd go about purchasing one of these NFTs or? Don't yeah, we'll... yeah, for sure. So um, you just download Coinbase Wallet. Um, you buy some Ethereum. One uh, one just, more time, uh, a little bit slower. Coinbase. Coinbase, yeah. Coinbase Wallet, gotcha. The Coinbase Wallet, that's correct. And then you buy Ethereum through there. Um, and all you have to do is just type in in the Coinbase Wallet, the Monster Fan Club um, website. And with your Ethereum and the Coinbase Wallet, you can just purchase my avatar right through there. So um, I feel like once you get to know how to do it, once you under- understand it, it gets a little easier, but um, it's def- it was definitely a challenge for me at first. So That's a really cool idea, though. I-, I like that. For sure. It's a good way to you know get hardcore fans. Lucrative. Uh, you know, yeah, lucrative quick, yeah. and a, just a good way to get them an in, uh, inside look at, at the program and your life and stuff like that. We'll so definitely like that. tweet that out from the Horns uh, page. Again, we're talking with Michael Taff. You can find a uh, member of DBU. You can find him on Twitter at Michael Taff 4 Um Dude, so I mean, I'd be remiss. Of course, we talk sports on this on this show, but we also talk a lot about gaming. Um, what's the gaming scene like on the Forty Acres? And are you guys stoked for? I guess I, I'm I'm not allowed to talk about it, but Ty can ask you this question. It's uh, it's the the new NCAA football game. Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about. If, that. if you're aware of that coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we joke about who's the best at Madden. Um, and so that, I think that argument is only going to rise by a million when when we get our when, own. Um, when you're playing with yourself. Level. But dude, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, dude, you got to be stoked a little bit. Like, I, I can't believe Like, what are my stats going to be? Oh, I, I, no, yeah. There, there's definitely going to be some arguments in the locker room. Calling about people up like, that's not my rating. That's <laughs> not my breakaway speed. What the hell, dude? That doesn't show yeah, my hands. Does, that's not my, that's not my pick sure. six right there. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think egos are going to be hurt. Uh, I think people <laughs> people are going to get in some arguments. So, well, it'll be fun when that time comes. Hey, you you speak to egos, uh, Michael, but I mean, of course, people can run away with the thought of having two or you know, arguably three really awesome quarterbacks in that room. Um, and and from what I'm seeing, and what from a, a lot of other people are seeing, it doesn't look to be too many egos in that room. You know, no matter how much talent is filled with it, um, can you speak on on the family aspect and what seems to be like a family atmosphere in terms of not just the QB room for the University of Texas, but all of the Longhorns? Yeah, totally. So <clears throat> first, the QB room um, that is the closest. A group of guys I've ever seen and as far as competing for one job um, and arguably the most important job on the 40 acres being the quarterback of the University of Texas um, and so just them being able to be as good as friends as they are um, they hang out all the time because I, I know that because I live with um, one of the quarterbacks Charles Wright and so he just talks about how great those guys are um, and so it's so cool to see that that, that culture between the quarterbacks is kind of circles around um, the whole team and I feel like that reflects on on who we are as a team and um, that's really try to instill um, into the safety room it's like whoever trots out there the first game those first two safeties um, we got to believe that those are the best guys for us to win and at the end of the day all we care about is winning and so if those are the best guys to get the job done then um, we're going to be on the sideline supporting them so um, just the aspect of all we care about is winning all we care about is each other um, and not not ourselves and not us wanting. Obviously, everybody wants to play, but um, sure. the end all goal is to, to go to the national championship and win and get a ring. So um, whatever you got to do to win. Well, let's talk about that safety room real quick before we let you go. Again, we're, we're coming up on our time here. Uh, but what are some of the most exciting things that got you vibing right now out of that safety room? First thing is, is Keaton Crawford um, had a great spring. Um, he's really putting it together. Um, everybody know, knows how athletic he is, but um, he's really putting it together. So I'm so excited for him to, to show what he's what he can do next year. And then B.J. Allen, um, the young safety out of Alito, um, he's coming up on his sophomore year. He, he had a hell of a spring. Um, he really understands the defense now, and um, he's hitting really hard. He's, uh, he's really athletic. He's got great ball skills. So um, 
there's about six or seven guys in that room that if you throw them out there, they're going to know what, what they can do. So all of us um, just really love each other. And um, I'm so excited to get to see all, all of us in the, in the safety room go out and compete next year. Michael, do you know a, a, a common identity that I'm starting to see emerge from this Texas team that didn't used to be there a couple of years ago? It's selflessness. I've asked you, I've asked multiple Longhorns um, over the past couple of months certain questions, and none of you guys had have mentioned anything about yourself. It's all been the love for your brothers. It's all been, well, this Longhorn does this. This Longhorn does this. It's never been self-reflection, man. I think that is a huge identity uh, for this Longhorn team, and I think it's going to drive you guys into the land of perfection, man. You guys are on a one hell of a ride here, man, and I love the selflessness out of this, I, the selflessness identity out of this team on the Longhorn 40 Acres. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's definitely special. Um, you definitely got to get yourself humbled when um, when you know how much talent you have sure. and, and you don't get the job done um, like we wanted the last two years um, and win the Big 12 championship and then go to the go to the playoffs. So um, that's the goal for us, and and we know that we got to be together um, to get that job done. So, hey, can I make a recommendation for you, sir? Yes, sir. Go uh, you you know you mentioned uh, you know some of your nil with crypto and stuff, but if if that falls through uh you should definitely seek out like a podcast or maybe working in radio because you're not you're very articulate you're a natural dish you got a great voice you got good pace you know we'd love and we'd love to have you back on the show sometime <laughs> well i appreciate it uh what y'all do on on this radio station is awesome i i wake up um and, and listen to 104.9 the horn so um i've done it all my life and and so is everybody in, in the westlake community so y'all do a great job on this on this radio station for sure so i appreciate it westlake great and founding or i wouldn't say found, card member holding card member card holding member of dbu yes there we go michael taff you can find him on twitter at michael taff four um thank you so much for your time this morning michael it was, it was a blast dude thanks awesome. michael yeah thank y'all guys hook him Hook him, baby. And there he goes, man. Uh, look, again, Ty, uh, what he was just talking about, dude, it, it gives you goosebumps, right? Like, uh, it, it, it's, it, it's finally here. The, the feeling, the synergy, the camaraderie-ness. I, I used to speak about how troops used to act in the field, right? You're starting to feel – and it, that, that notion that Sark was trying to envision and trying to speak to us two years ago it's finally or it feels to me like it's finally here yeah and it, i mean the the selflessness you can you really feel that and everything it's not like he was trying to push that you know you can it's all sincere um that i've talked about it on this show and on the station before about how when i played high school football at westlake that's in the off season before the year that we went to the state championship the number one that we all got broken down uh, as individuals and it became one and it didn't matter who you were or what position you played, or how much you played. Like when you were in the locker room or on the field, like you, we were all one, and we had a lot of common goal. And if you can get a whole like, of, of course, there's always going to be sure. Maybe I'm sure I didn't play college football in that locker room. There's everyone's an individual still, and there's still going to be people that are selfish. But if you can get ninety to ninety five percent of that yeah, locker room, to, to, there's going to be ten to buy in and all you know really care about each other. One vision, yeah, alignment. I, I think that's. That's the number one thing you have to have to be a championship football team. Well, Michael spoke about a lot of exciting things just out of the orange and white game. I can't imagine how it's going to, you know, evolve. Yeah, going into offseason workouts. Yeah, dude. Summer workouts. I'm I'm stoked. Now, look, I know we're not supposed to get too hyped about, you know, a spring game or whatever, but uh, it's a glorified practice. But still, I I loved what I saw. I love what he was speaking about in terms of selflessness, and I think it is a great identity for this Longhorn team. And it's going to be – a huge trait in terms of them getting to the land of perfection. Yeah, and I think it all starts in the quarterback room, like he said. I mean, if those three guys who are all very talented can all love each other and you know push each other and be happy for each other when only one of them's starting, right. that will trickle down within the whole team, and you'll start to see more of that those behaviors rise up, and this team will be a lot better in the future. That don't show my breakaway speed. <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait to see that either. Can't wait. All right, hey, um, don't go nowhere. On the other side, we will get, I guess, we'll, you know, we got some gaming to talk about. We got a really cool video game that's going to drop um, next or this coming up week. Uh, we'll talk about that on the other side. We also got to talk about the draft because that's coming up as well. Don't go nowhere. More Wagner Wire on the other side. It's 1049, 1019, AM 1260. It's the horn. 
Down my candles in a daze Cause I found God Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah How about that, huh? A lot of 8-bit this morning A lot of 8-bit with some terrible voice That was good I'm not a screamer I do like grunge, but I'm not a screamer Grunge is my favorite the era of music. I don't know if it's my favorite kind really? of music. I was going to say, at least you guys had Daft Punk. 90s kids had Daft Punk. Yeah, but I'm not really like... I was born in 1997. Mm, so you're an Ops guy. You, my you mom was a 90s through, kid. My, grandma, my mom graduated high school in 1994. So 94? I was a freshman. Me and your mom probably would have got along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, you could. could. I could. went to prom all four years. I'm just saying that as a freshman. Wow. So I'm just saying, me and your mom probably would have got along. Nice. You think she would have taken you? Nice. Um, me back then? Have you seen? Yeah, you, what I looked like back then? You're a beast. You are a beast. I would. I would. I would venture. I'm confident that she probably would have. You were telling me that Tom McKay was a Tom McKay was, was a cut like, like a, a diamond. Bridge. Yeah, that's a better description. I better description than what I can say on the air. But yeah, Tom Tom McKay was. A, a, a little pit bull, man. I would say that. Um, yeah, probably muscle, muscle on muscle. Yeah, from what I've heard, and and this is coming from people that used to lift. No matter how much I used to lift three times a day, and I still, I mean, I looked bigger, but I never could be get the the cut muscles. Tom doesn't feel pain either. Ser- like sens- sensory, like he does not feel pain. Well, is that medically diagnosed, or is that just? I I don't know, like. <laughs> I've never seen him get hit by a board and, and continue to walk away. You know, you, we both know, you know, Shay. I know Shay. In college, he had um, one of my roommates hit him on the back with a wooden chair. Why? Just to prove. Just because it's, it's Shay. <laughs> yeah. By the way, like, you've heard us speak about Shay a few times on this show, and, and maybe the description that we're giving you of Shay isn't exactly accurate. Because let me tell you, Shay is one hell of a play-by-play. Yeah, high school broadcast. No, he's my podcast mate. And and of course, the descriptions and the visuals that we give you of Shay could be very what Al Walsh esque. He's 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 out there in all aspects. But he is but one. He's hell, a great guy he's too. Great, one, we got to have Shay. We do. We need to have Shay. He would be great in here. Oh man, let's let's. All right, so we got the draft coming up. We'll talk about the draft in a couple of minutes. Um, what do you got? Will Levis. He's going number two, like I've been saying this whole time. And I, this is this is why I want to talk about this. I was wrong. I'm here to say I was Every, wrong. Can, Aaron Hogan, if you're listening, I'm, I hope you admit that. I, I mean, we're not. No one's wrong or right I yet. Am, I am not. But all signs point towards Will Levis. I am big enough to say that I am wrong. All right, and here's here's my thought process. I I'm, over the past two weeks, I thought about the conversation we had about how Will Levis did this in the SEC against pro team. Like, you could argue they're pro, team, pro defenses. Better. Close. The, best, the best defense you're going to see in college. In college, in collegiate athletes, in collegiate football. Will Levis did this at Kentucky, going up against the SEC. He also did this with, you could argue, a lack of talent surrounding him. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky is not a powerhouse in no, SEC correct. now. And they had more talent. They probably had demons. while he was there. They've had more talent than and they usually had. have. Yes, yes. But they're not scorching. They're they don't have the talent to scorch Alabama secondaries. No, Georgia secondaries. No, they, I mean they're they're the third best team in the SEC East. In the East, okay, which has been to, better. To your point, this dude has been doing it with without NFL talent around him. Now he's going to get NFL talent. He's going to have wide receivers that know how to run crisp routes and 
also have speed. He's going to have it with professional coordinators that know how to scheme. Not that not that Kentucky struggles to scheme, but they're also going up against who? Mark Stoops? Come on, <laughs> we know Mark Stoops. Come on, we know that we know what you're going to get with Mark Stoops. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say yeah, here. Like no, yeah. the the talent is just going. Well, so to be what, what do you more think? What do you think's changed? Because a week ago we heard that he was slipping into the 20s because he's he had his muscles were too too big. I think that is. I think that it, was all BS. I, I think that's BS because people. I think teams want. Yeah, but we've never, like, the the gambling, like, the Vegas odds flip from him being going, like, him going to Houston at number two was, like, plus 2,000. I I never saw him going to Houston. Well, he is. I don't think he he will. I think there's going to be a trade. No. I don't know, man. I think there's going to be. For some reason. He's going to go. Okay, it's going to Bryce Young. Houston's going to take Will Levis at number two. Arizona's going to trade. Number three to either the Colts right, yeah, or the Raiders. Arizona don't have to for CJ Stroud, and then Anthony Richardson will go wherever after that. He's he's the. Are one. you buying in on Richardson? No, he's so, he's you kidding me. That dude can't hit a barn from like like we're twenty on, yards away. We're on the same page that game film is where you. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the Utah game, the first game from last year, where after that game, everyone was handing in the Heisman Trophy right. and saying that he's the next Vince Young, Cam right. Newton. Like, Thank you. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, like, like, yeah, he has talent to, to do crazy things and make crazy plays in football. Anybody can stand out there in, in shorts and throw it eight. Well, I can't say anybody. Yeah. I can't do it. But yeah, I mean, I mean we, we the, the potential's there, but if you can't do it consistently at the college football level, you're sure as hell not going to be able to do it in, in, at in, the, in the NFL. And not especially not with one of the, the the franchises that will be drafting you that have a low end amount of talent. Right. That's that that's kind of what worries me about Will Levis. I mean, I know you were saying that he's going to look a lot better in the NFL with more talent around him, but he will be going to the Texans. That their best receiver is Nico Collins. Yeah. And they traded away Brandon Cooks. I think I think if you go Will Levis at two, you try to go get a receiver at twelve. Um, See, maybe I think Jackson you have Smith. To, you got to put you got to put talent around him. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they have three picks in the top thirty-three. So even if if you do get well, if you just got to lock down your quarterback, and I've been saying the whole time that Will Levis, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I realize Bryce Young is really smart, and he, dude, I like Stroud. I don't know what. Maybe it was maybe Ohio was, State QBs are stupid. See, that's that's the trend. But I think it was the game against Georgia. I kn- I know they lost. The he game. balled out against Georgia. I, I, I know they I mean, lost. He's, the game. I don't. I don't. Well, maybe one of the one, if any of these quarterbacks, is going to be a All Pro level quarterback. You got to think about it that way. Think about last year's draft. None of those. No, quarterbacks. I'm, with, no I'm with you. I'm with like, you. Kenny Pickett's a starter still, but that dude. And I hate saying this. Greer fits the prototype. Does he not? The the professional prototype. Who Levis? You mean? Or, yeah. Did I say? Did Greer? he remind you? Did Will, I just say, Will Greer? Yeah, yeah. So maybe he won't do anything. What they <laughs> about to give you that kind of D bag vibe or what? No. Is is Will Greer a D bag? His brother's a famous TikTok star. Oh, well, and okay, well, Mahomes. He, he got he was doing roids in college just to be big, like just like, to be huge, yeah. dude. Just to be a Chad. Yeah, but I mean, we'll we'll see how it plays out. But we've seen the odds. Like Bryce Young is minus one thousand. I said one. Will Greer today. I feel like that's the first. Time. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm notorious for doing that. Just meant just giving you bogus names. You know, you you haven't mentioned the usual suspects on the show today, though. Are they a band? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how, let's see if we can make it. It's in your mind now. I'm, 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 I won't. I promise. Do we got bet? Do we have a bet on this? How much time do we have left? Eleven thirty six. On the end of my tongue right now, and I just we gotta, do have one more rejoin left. We do. If Kruger, if Kruger, Kruger better not do it. About. You better not do it. You better not do it. Don't don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. No, um, we're t- uh, we'll get back into the draft real quick, but we do need to talk a little bit about a release that's coming out this week for Respawn and EA, uh, Jedi Survivor. Did Another you, a new Star Wars game? A new Star Wars game. Did you ever play Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah. It, this back, is the, like, the old, the, the the one that was on, like, PS2? No, 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 no. no. Uh, which the one, one that just, the one that came out uh, two no, years ago, maybe? No, not or last really. year? All the new Star Wars stuff is kind of just... You mean the one when you're in the snowspeeder and have to kill the Adats? That was the Atari version. That's <laughs> right. The ATAT or the Adats, if you will. But yeah, that's or or the what all terrain armored transport. Alter- there you go. Look at Kruger. He's a he's a, a Trekkie. 
It's a joke. Star Wars, not it's a Star jo- Trek. It's a joke. It's a joke. I just wanted to see how fast I you do come like on the Trek microphone. Too. See, I'm, I can't. I can't get into the Trek, though. That's the one thing. Um, no. William Shatner, one of the greatest bad actors ever. It's a, it's a bylaw. It's a bylaw. That is some Shatner right there. Captain's Vlog, Stargate 316. Um, we have to talk about a little bit of the Star Wars Survivor game. Um, so what what kind of game is this? Is this like a... It's open world. It's, ma- is it multiplayer? Massive uh, it'll be or? it'll be a campaign game. Okay. It will be campaign. Uh, you play, you roll through it just like you did with Star Wars Fallen Order. And the whole, the whole narrative of this and storyline of this is that you're one of the last members of the Jedi or you're one of the last, I guess, life forms out there that is force sensitive. Has the Jedi spirit. That has the Jedi spirit or force sensitive, if you will. Um, there are. Is this after is, Order is, 66 is, or whatever where is, they killed all the Jedi? Yeah. Is it called force yes. sensitive now because it's 2023 or? No. Is that, no, but is that PC? No, it's not PC. <laughs> but you, but, I, I'm at, I actually am force sensitive. But Lex. force sensitive. <laughs> Force sensitive means that you have, I know you have the force yeah, yeah. in you. It, it's like you're sen- like you is can it, feel the force. Is that what they say in Star Wars now? Though no, oh, it's look, not. he's force he's sensitive. Force, look at this guy. He can't talk. Don't talk about the force too much around this dude. He's force sensitive. Now you can't talk about the push. If you talk about the push, he could get sensitive. I'm just saying that's great. You I could mean, get canceled. You definitely could get canceled. This game could get canceled because it's force sensitive. Yeah, continue. continue. Sorry. No, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I didn't even think of it like that. But no, so you're going through, uh, I guess, this version or the galaxy of Star Wars now after Order 66. Um, the Force has been, is start, the Force, the Jedi Council have been all but wiped out and they're looking for any Force sensitive survivors out there because they want to rid of all of the Force. And. There, if no one's played this game yet, if no one's played the first one, Jedi Fallen Order, I'm sorry because I'm going to give you a spoiler here. At the end of it, you think you've defeated the Inquisitor and then all of a sudden, or the, the final boss, then all of a sudden you hear this. So you're fighting Darth Vader? No. You can't You can't beat Vader. You just can't. You have to run. Like you have oh, to no, assume, but so in the next game, correct, well, Vader, well, like you can assume that Vader will be a, a force in this, but I just don't. So is it, so in Vader? the last game, is it like when Anakin Skywalker went to the Jedi Temple and killed all the little kids? Is that is it that it's, it's that past, era? It's past that. It's so Vader is in a suit. You saw Vader in a suit at the, at the end of this game. So, but and, is he just just getting put in the suit? I think so. So I that's think, around the same time. Then. I think he's been in the suit. For We're a talking in movie terms, episode three, right? Past episode three, in between three and four. Okay, we're in between three. Yeah, and four that makes sense. That's where that's where my mind's at. I love where your mind's at because that's where, that's where we now have Jedi Survivor. And I guess I don't know if you're the sole survivor out there because there are a few Jedi's Jedi force there are a few beings out there that are force sensitive. So I think you have to go throughout finding them in this galaxy for the new Jedi Survivor. There's also inquisitors that were Padawan Jedi Padawans, but were turned into Inquisitors with the dark side. So I think there's a chance that you can also, you know, revert them back to the Jedi if you speak sensitive enough to them. I don't know. Man. Well, it depends on how force sensitive they are. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, that's that's cool though. Yeah, that's, so that's I've been I've new... been looking for a new game recently. So, but it's cool to to use for me out. the thing with the Jedi like all Jedi games has been cool to not just like the lightsaber dueling and stuff like that. And by the way, you can use like the Darth Maul dual lightsaber. And like, when does this come out? Uh the 28th. Cool. It drops on the 28th of Friday? Friday. Nice. I believe. Um we also have the draft coming up on the 27th draft party there at Pluckers. I will be at Round Rock, Ty will be at the Link. And uh, we have it's a competition, man. So make sure that you. It's have my all... first year doing this. Oh, for... Chad will also be with me. You know to, what? But to you're supervise. gonna you're gonna kill it. You're gonna kill. I it. I hope so. Chad, Chad. Will so be... like Chad had some issues last year with people claiming that he was cheating. So he, he's. I will see. I wouldn't go as far as 
saying that Chad cheating. Chad well, no, was you probably can, you can just helping them out as much on as Twitter. Possible. If you look at the right place, you you can know who's going to get picked before they announce it on 100%. TV. One hundred percent. So. I, I don't know. Are we you might, saying? Are you I think there might be Chad some, was doing that. And no, so you're there this year. The to way make sure he that the way he explained it. it to me is there are some people getting upset. So that I think there'll be some new rules in place this year, to like phones on the table or something like. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll, it'll be fun. We definitely. Shay will. Shay's going to come out. To is the that right? too? Yeah. I'm going to try and convince Shay to come up to Round Rock. You sh- you, I'm going to try and you convince sh- him. To you do should that. get him to help you out up there. That'd be awesome. Because um, we we can't have cheaters. We just we can't have. I, you can't cheat around Shay Holt. That's true. He's very by the, very by the book. Very by the book, that guy. Um, but no, like we did our best to keep the integrity on the table here for Round Rock, Pluckers Round Rock. Every answer that we gave you might not have been accurate, but it was legit. It was authentic. Yeah. And okay. we, well, met, we I think we missed like four or five. I love year. the draft. The draft is I watch it. It is your baby. One it, it, one through seven baby. in entirety throughout the weekend. So do you? Yeah, it's it's I like remember, I remember when it was the weekend. Now I feel it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I like to think I'm like a an, an encyclopedia of people going in and out of the NFL. Yeah. So if you can know, like if you if I, on Sundays I'm watching my friends and a guy a backup goes in and they're like, oh, who's that guy? And I'm like, oh, blah blah blah, North Carolina. You know, like <laughs> drafted in the third round. Like, come on, dude. Like Kuiper Junior. or Big Shay? Um, neither. I like Matt Miller. Oh, okay. I'm a I'm a Kuiper Jr. Guy. I mean, I Todd, Todd, Todd. You know, I, I I love it all, but it's that 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 kind of the art of that in the NFL is fading with those guys. Todd, Todd, you're talking about a guy here who's he's guy got a died. really good arm. Huh? Who's the guy that died recently? That had the the weird the weird looking guy that was older, John something maybe. I can't remember. He did the commercials where he, it would be like him doing a segment, and then he's oh. like, and he's like oh. under his ponytail. Oh god! You know who that is, Cruz? Yeah, John. Meatloaf, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like jump on his bed oh, with a Metallica sucks, record. Because he was such a good journalist too. Yeah, I can't. I'll, I'll look him up when we go to break here. We can regular break, but I can't remember the. I'm sure a texture will he, he can like, remind us. He does. He does his segment and then he puts his jacket on and goes to <laughs> no, rock. No, he like rip, he has just like a tape on <laughs> uh, suit. The, like yeah. the hair, the mullet. <laughs> yeah. What? What was it, man? John, uh, Our te- John Clayton. John Thank you Clayton. so much, yeah. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff Mudd, uh, with the drop in there on the Specs. Should have known. With his ponytail, yeah. With yeah, his ponytail. great commercial. John Clayton. R.I.P. Absolutely. Yeah, gone. Taken from us too soon, that's for sure. All right, got to take a break, and on the other side of it, we will come and put a bad or a bow on this bad boy and get you ready for your, your Sunday sports day. It's the Widener Wire, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. Stream it live at hornfm.com. Welcome back to the Wagon Wire, 1049-1019, AM1260, streaming live at hornfm.com. Apparently the broadcast is repeating itself every 10 seconds. Um, that's that's happened in some areas recently with our, some of our towers, so what is, sorry about is that. that the, is that a frequency thing? I, that's a Dave question. I just I just see it on the text Dave's line. Dave's not here, man. It's the weekend. You, all you got is here. us. Dave, actually, Dave is in the walls. He might be. Dave is probably in knowing the him. Right now. Getting ready. He's waiting for it to slip up. Oh, something, something going down. You know why? Things, <laughs> you know why things don't break around here? Because I'm here. That's Dave. Uh, he does do a fantastic job. Keeps of everything up and right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we got what? We got planned for today. Uh, I'm. I I got a full slate of you do, races you and about games. Ten, ten and, bets you placed right now. Yeah, no, I'm excited. It's gonna be. A, I'm playing some video games. I was just telling you about the this new game. It's not new, but this game I'm playing called uh, Banner Lord or Mountain Blade. Mountain Blade. I might go check Banner out Mount and Blade. Mount and Blade. Mount and Blade Two Banner Lord. Banner Lord. But no, that's. It sounds like a really crazy game. Like 
you're actually you could actually be like a lancer or a it's so think of it as like a, a a civilization game or a an empire total war if you're familiar with that or that those type of games combined with like a, a skyrim or a elden ring combat kind stuff. of t- combat but also like inventory the same you still have one character and you're filling out a skill skill chart for him only can you carry a certain weight yeah, I mean, you have to like in your party, like you build your party where you have companions and you have your army, and you it's it's so in depth. I've been playing it for like a month, and I probably only know about like fifty percent of the game and Dude, what's possible. You want to talk about games? You know, it's really good. okay. So not only does Tom McKay can he get can AV consultations get you like you know fifty inch flat screen TVs on your wall and mount that stuff where you make it look perfect and get you a Sonos system. They're dabbling in in the era or arena of arcade machines. Uh, I saw that. You just see got a arcade machine from AV Consultations. It's a Capcom legacy machine. It's got six Street Fighter games on here. It's got Commando. How many hours you put on that bad boy so far? Uh, three hours last night beating Final Fight. See, like I like I beat I beat Final Fight. You know how I've never that was one of the games a coveted game that I tried to beat. As a kid, and I wasn't able to do so because I didn't have enough quarters, or I just didn't have the game. So, who'd you do it as? Ed Honda? What's that? Who'd you do it as? Ed Honda? No, 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 no. That's a Street Fighter. I actually did oh, this. Sorry. This was Final Fight. I I did this as Cody. You can be Cody, Guy, or Hagar on uh, Final Fight, and I used Cody to go through the entire slums, subway, uptown, west side, I Bay Area, Baytown. I took it down, baby. I took it down. So is that a game where you have a certain amount of lives you have to... Yeah, but I also put five continues on instead of the regular... That doesn't count. It does count. It does. I, I didn't use the game Genie. I just, you know, used settings a little bit. That's all. Well, yeah. It's I don't got know about 1944 that. on there. It's kind of like a, a vertical screen scroller. How um, it would be like how Galaga is, but only I your, love Galaga. That's Galaga's the, legit. Galaga's the only like arcade game that I have legitimate memories. I think that's of Craig being, Way's favorite game too. Well, they used to have Galaga. a Galaga machine in the tavern upstairs. You know, the tavern down down by a house park, old bar in Austin. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'd go. Me and my dad and his buddies would go there before Texas games, and he'd give me a. A sack full of quarters, so I could, you know, you could go have fun. But was, I would have fun. I was having was fun on that Galaga, Galaga machine. Was the Galaga machine a flat table, or was it no, the one that it was a stand up and had a bar stool? Nice. No longer there, though. Sadly, gone. Yeah, Galaga was probably one of my favorite arcade machines growing up. And then also, a centipede was pretty good. Centip- centipede Centipede's was good. Too. What about Missile Command? Missile Command. Missile was Command was good. also a good one. Um, that, those are. Late old Joust. Cars. Joust was good. Marble Madness. Now are y'all Spy Hunter? Are y'all Spy Hunter was good. Pinball machine. I'll I, I mess with I'll mess with pinball, but you, I don't have the patience for. You got to be like that's. There's some legitimate like hand-eye coordination yeah. skill that's going. That's and I mean, like to there. freeze the ball and then able. You know what I mean? Like to hold the ball and then let it get down and hit it on the sweet spot. And it was considered gambling. That's what's weird. Pinball, pinball was pinball was yeah it was illegal gambling. a lot in Chicago New York yeah why was oh, up until the seventies why, why was pinball don't know it was considered gambling that is wild the things we restrict you know you still can't you still can't uh, capture water certain amounts of water. like you cannot store certain amounts of water, rainwater you cannot collect rainwater what the city's gonna come get you I don't I, I'm maybe maybe it's not a law anymore. There are a lot of stupid laws. Or a stature, but, I mean, like, I remember the, like, it's a federal law. I'm pretty sure. I looked this up at the University of Texas. You cannot collect certain amounts of of rainwater. I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about it. Please check me. Please check me. I'm, I'm, please check me. The things we talk about on this show. Yeah, pinball was considered gambling and so, therefore, immoral. That is wild. Very weird. And in Chicago, Chicago's not Bible Belt. <laughs> Hell, yeah. it's not Bible Belt Is at it? all. No. no, no That's because Capone wouldn't get in his cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Capone wouldn't get. Wait, but was Capone still alive? Yeah. It was in the this 30s. This is pre-1970, so up until then. Up until the 70s, yeah. I'm sure pinball machines have been around since what? Uh, 1700s. No. Yeah, it's really? King Louis of France. Yeah, he played pinball. We're learning get a lot Get the hell out of here, Renaissance man. It was called Wiffle Ball? Look at this. This it's is on a table. 
I did not learn this at the University of Texas. I learned this here at the studio of the Horn, 104.9 with Eric Kruger. You can learn a lot here. 1777 was when the first came Especially with the savant Eric Kruger behind the, the glass here, man. He's not he's not citing Google. Actually, he pulled he just pulled Google up to make sure he he was doing it. But yeah, without the aid of reference, if you're going on a game show, I'm going to tell you right now to get Eric Kruger's number and make sure. How that do you think you would do? Line. What's your favorite? Do you like Jeopardy or any of that trivia action? I love Jeopardy. Oh, me too. Jeopardy's a great game. I said I, I'll sit with my friends. And we'll, we got you, you got if you have a good person, a person that's good with a TV remote, you can pause it at the right time and be like, "All right, everyone, give the." It's not true Jeopardy format, but if you're trying to have some good trivia with your buddies, you know, having a little fun, having a little fun, I'll, I'll crush it. <laughs> I wish you got. I wish everybody could see the hand and eye signal that Ty just gave me with having a little fun, you know, having a little fun. <laughs> no, we don't know, Ty. We probably have no uh, idea what you're talking about. Y'all can, y'all can imagine. Use your imagination sure, on man. that one. Just my imagination. Yeah, it's going to be a good Sunday. going to have a nice little mellow Sunday today. I'm probably going to go back and play a little Valorant. got 33 kills on Valorant. Right? I, I, I want to play, but I need we a need PC. We need to see a PC. BR Paradox. I want you to look that company up. It's a computer company. Up in New York. Do we have any computer companies around Austin that would want to help us out? You would think so. There's a lot of, a lot of gaming gamers hubs moving here. A lot here of gamers too. moving here. I know Ani Studios is hiring as well. So if you're looking to get into the gaming industry, check out Ani Stu- Studios. Uh, Isn't Rooster Teeth around here? Rooster Teeth is around here. They are more of a streaming company, I'd say, than just a... a no, nah, they do some gaming stuff. They do gaming stuff. But no, nah, it's... Uh, Really good games getting ready to be released here, especially for EA and Respawn. So make sure you're checking those out. Uh, for, uh, Jedi Survivor about to drop. And again, reminder, uh, Thursday is the Pluckers event that we have for the NFL draft. Myself, I will be at Round Rock Tie, and Chad will be down at the link. And then you can see on the hornfm.com website one where every other talent will be. I'm not sure if that's up quite yet. No. Is it? I don't know. I, You'll definitely hear it in some promos yeah. leading up to it this All week, week on long. the horn. All week long. And we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow and throughout the week. I know Zay's going to be at a location. I think Rod's going to be. Aaron? Will so Aaron so um, Mike, and, Mike and Rod's show is going to be at the link um, on Thursday, and then they're going to leave, and you're gonna, everybody's dispersing out. Gotcha. But, you're but take, all the, but all you're the, all the Austin and Georgetown locations will be. Covered by your favorite personalities here at the Horn. And it will be a party at any of any venue that you go to will be a party. You know, Ty's gonna Ty is gonna knock it out of the park. That's the that's bittersweet. You know, it's talking about bittersweet coming on the you know, the air right now is our, our outro song. It's gonna be bittersweet not to see you host your first pluckers. Like I wish we could have a satellite cam to check in on each. I think each we. Of the I, I mean, so I wanted to give a shout out to my podcast, uh, the Lone Star Lowdown. We dropped, we restarted this week. Uh, some new branding and stuff. That's with Shea Holt, who we mentioned earlier, and Corey Gidry, who's you might have heard, might have heard here on the horn before. Um, I think we might get some, try to get some video for that. You know, do a little cross pollination. Love it. So Love we'll see it. If they, we might have something for you. Love it. Shout out to Al Walsh and Tom McKay for coming on the second hour and talking a little bit about hockey and baseball. And shout out to Michael Taft for joining us and talking about the spring game. You guys know the drill. Enjoy the ride.